Hi, I'm Stephen Barrow, and this is Bring the Energy, a podcast for you, the real you. The you that when you look in the mirror and stare in your eyes, knows that someone fierce is staring back at you. So let's go on this journey together. Let's dive right in. I got something good for you today. This is a call to action. There is a quote that hits me at my very core, which is, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. No, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end great triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Theodore Roosevelt. Wow, so... Howdy. <laughs> Friends, I, there, there's something I really want to share, and um, it has to do with just everything that's going on, coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, uh, the global price of oil and the, the, you know, the just collapse of different industries around us. I want to emphasize a couple of points. I, I want to, before I do, I really want to be clear, like I'm not... I personally am not a fear monger, so I, I, I'm going to say a few things, and my purpose is not to inspire fear in anybody, but my hope is it's going to inspire us to action, okay? The global economy is on its knees. This is the arena, and I want to share uh, something that the New York Times came out with just a couple of days ago. They published their nationwide unemployment claim, so... Uh, last week, the claims filed for unemployment were 281,000. This week, claims filed were 629,899, almost 630,000 claims. To give you an appreciation of what that number means, that is almost the same number that was at the very peak of the 2008-2009 recession. And that's in one week, all right? That there's not been a jump like this. This it's ever. I mean, ever, I mean, I can't find data where there's a jump like that ever. And, and perhaps it was maybe during the Great Depression when data was a little bit more scarce and stuff. But um, no, like th- this has never happened, and um, it, it's surprising. It's shocking. Perhaps many of you who are listening have been impacted. Maybe some of you have filed for unemployment. Um, but that should just you know, open our eyes to what is happening to the economy in the United States. And that is just a litmus test for what's happening globally. So layoffs are prevalent. Businesses are failing. The world right now is in need of daring leaders. All right. So I want to, um, you know, share like a trend. So as things start to shrink, executives, business owners, you know, large and small alike are 
are trying to do what's right, what they believe is best, but a lot of them are jumping really fast to massive layoffs. And um, I just, I gotta share some research done by the Harvard Business Review, um, which says this, okay? Companies that shed workers lose the time invested in training them as well as their networks of relationships and knowledge about how to get work done. Even more significant are the blighting effects on survivors. Charlie Trevor of the University of Wisconsin-Madison and Anthony Nyberg of University of South Carolina found that downsizing a workforce by 1% leads to a 31% increase in voluntary turnover the next year. Meanwhile, low morale weakens engagement. Layoffs can cause employees to feel that they've lost control. The fate of their peers sends a message that hard work and good performance do not guarantee their jobs. A 2002 study by the Magnus Sverke and Johnny Helgren of Stockholm University in the Katharina Noswal of University of Canterbury found that after a layoff, survivors experienced a 41% decline in job satisfaction, a 36% decline sorry, 36% decline in organizational commitment and a 20% decline in job performance. Wow, man. So massive layoffs while you think it's going to fix your balance sheet, it just blasts a hole in everything that your organization says it's about. And... Um, you know, again, in the study, they say, all too frequently, senior managers dismiss such findings. Some argue that since companies do layoffs because they're already in bad shape, it's no surprise that their financial performance may not improve. Layoffs are so embedded in business as a short-term solution for lowering costs that managers ignore the fact that they create more problems than they solve. So researchers from the University of Tennessee also found that companies that have layoffs are twice as likely to file for bankruptcy as companies that don't have them. Man, that should be telling you something. So what do we do? Um, listen, this is, I've said this before in some former content that I published, um, which has everything to do with taking charge and rallying. I mean, that, like this time right now, like let alone just if one company has a layoff, there's going to be this need to rally everyone together. But right now, not just in the U.S., but in the world, everyone's having layoffs. Everyone's having these these struggles that are unprecedented and what we need right now more than ever is daring leaders so um, my counsel has been take charge weak leadership will not work during times of great change during times like this teams are going to be fragmented frustrated afraid confused and deflated they're looking for someone to rally behind as you assume a strong direction you're going to make mistakes People both on your team and outside your team will criticize your stance, but it is far better to err in an autocratic direction than for your team to suffer from the paralysis of an action. Remember the quote, it's not the critic who counts, and there's going to be plenty of them as you, as you, you know, try to quickly come up with a, a game plan and rallying people and just start moving forward. And, and that's going to happen, hands down. But those people are in the cheap seats most of the time. As my grandfather likes to say, they're in the peanut gallery. Now I get it. Some of you are probably thinking, listen, in my day job, I'm an individual contributor, so I don't have a lot of control over over all this, right? Like maybe you feel like you're slightly powerless. You can't take charge. You can't show leadership because you're not in a quote unquote leadership position. But I, I say 
um, just, you know, I think there's plenty, uh, like leaders are not people that have titles, right? Leaders are people who are influencing and, um, you can be a leader even if your job title is an individual contributor. And, and by the way, like if, if you've been laid off or, um, even if you still have your day job, I mean, start a company, start a side hustle and begin providing this outlet for you and other people. Okay. Like, like I said, like the world's economy is on its knees. It's going to take more than a 40 hour work week to get this economy up and running again. So let's rise together. That's my challenge to you. Right. And I say 40 hour work week. I mean, plenty of research is done about the effectiveness of the work week prior to COVID-19, right? So people would work a 40 hour work week. Uh, in most occasions, the employee engagement, or I mean, think about you here. We're on the individual level right now. So think about your own engagement at your day job and try to remember what it was like before COVID-19. Like if you're honest with yourself, most people um, don't have, they don't put in 40 hours. They're there 40 hours maybe, but they put in, you know, maybe half, 50% of that time might be effective time. And the other 50% is just busy work, non-value add work, uh, chit chat, catching up from the weekend, all that kind of stuff. And, and that, that's true. You know, that, that's, that's based on plenty of organizational behavior studies. Now imagine what the effectiveness is for the people who still have jobs and are working. I mean, the normal distractions that drove that productivity to 50 before now add on top of it, fear, uncertainty, low morale from layoffs and different things. You know, my gut tells me it's a lot less than 50% productivity, even if you were there physically present for 40 hours. And that's not going to cut it. If we're going to bring the economy back worldwide, if forget about worldwide, just imagine United States or just imagine like your own community, like we're going to at the very least need to put in 40 hours and it's going to take more than that. To be honest, it's going to take more than 40 hour work week of full engagement of purposeful, um, work to turn this around. We're going to build a new norm because like the old systems that were in place, some of them might come back, but there's going to be a lot that don't. Okay. Like I, I still hear about it. People are thinking this is going to be a short-term thing and everything's going to go back to normal. I think, you know, we're going to rise out of this, but we are not going to rise to where we were before. Like my hope is that we surpass it, right? In terms of like productivity and GDP and all, all, you know, all that robustness in the economy, but life is not going to return to the old norm. Okay. What's going to, what's going to come after all this is going to be something shifted, and my hope is that in many ways it's better. But I'm calling on you. Um, so this is my call to action to, um, you know, to join me in this. So stop, you know, don't, you know, spinning your wheels won't get us there. We need action-oriented leaders. Learn as you go. Fail fast and then dare to rise again. I'm not saying you might fail. I'm saying you will fail, guaranteed. But that is what the world needs you to do right now. Get up, go do fail, learn, maybe fail again, learn again. Ultimately, you're going to succeed. Don't try to do everything yourself, by the way. Lean into others. Recruit hardcore people. Friends, I love you. Your community needs you. I'm inviting you to join me in the arena. Will you come?